Hey there, Mouse Lifers, and welcome into episode 92 of the Mouse Life Podcast. We are back for part two of our culinary tour around World Showcase for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. If you enjoy this weekly taste of Disney, please let us know by leaving us a review on iTunes, like us on Facebook and SoundCloud, and follow all the fun on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod. And now let's have a word from our impeccable sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. Now let's welcome in the Mouse Life crew. I'm joined this week by John. Yellow. Jeff. Hello. Jen S. Hey, everybody. Jen K. Howdy, folks. Miss Shelby is celebrating this glorious holiday weekend with family. So stepping into the Mouse Life newsroom this week is the lovely and talented Samantha. Take it away. Hello. So our first news story for tonight is going to be that Disney Cruise Line released a new payment and cancellation policy. This new policy will go into effect with cruises booked beginning September 11th. For non-suite and non-concierge state rooms on cruises that are one to five nights, final payment will be due 90 days prior to sailing, previously 75 days, and cancellation penalties now begin at 74 days. For non-suite and non-concierge state rooms on cruises six nights or longer, final payment will be due 120 days prior to sailing, previously 90 days, and cancellation penalties now start at 119 days. Storybrook, which I think that she meant to put 80, 89 days, because I think it started the day before. I'll have to oh, 74, because it said, she said she 74. She said it's 75 days. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it's supposed to be 89. Um, so, yeah, now you just have to, you have to have your final payments in earlier. Correct. And I mm-hmm. think that, and I, I think that has to do with new port regulations, but I'm not 100% sure on that, because oh. I think that Royal Caribbean also changed theirs, but I'd have to look more into it. It's been kind of a crazy week. I saw this announced, but I don't have any current Disney Cruise Line people. Well, I do, and but not that this will affect. And as you said, those are for cruises booked beginning September 11th. So if you have a current a current reservation, like your old, whatever your terms were. When you, when booked, you booked is what applies to you. So if you book before September 11th, so if you're looking to book a Disney Cruise and you want a little bit more time to pay, you're going to want to book before September 11th, and you will get the old cancellation policy and the old uh, payment policy, which this isn't a huge deal. It just you'll have to people just have to plan to have those payments yeah. a little bit earlier. But 120 days, I mean, that's a pretty long time yeah. before your cruise to have a final payment in. So, yeah. Well, it's I, good information. Good you're saying know. it may be an industry-wide mm-hmm. thing rather than I, just a Disney I thing. I think – 
Yeah, I think this has to do with something with maybe poor regulations, but, you know, I could be making that up in my head. It's been a long <laughs> week. You know. I've, just seen, I've seen a lot of different port stuff, like port talk recently. So Yeah. Well, that's good. Good info. So the next news story is a hot debate around the Disney sorts. Yeah. Storybook dining to begin this winter at Artist Point. This new character dining will experience will feature Snow White, Grumpy, Jopey, and the Evil Queen. Dinner will consist of a prefix menu of a shared starter, a choice of individual entrees, and a sweet spelled in the meal. Stay tuned for when Disney releases information for reservations. So they have not released ADRs. They have not released menu. Like the, just so anybody listening is aware, there's even though they're supposed to start this winter and that's past the 180 day mark, we don't know when. They and no, and no actual it. date yet either. We also no. don't know a date yet. This winter, so winter. rumors. So rumors were true last week. Yeah. After we talked about them, so. Yeah. I would assume. I would assume after the first of the year, because it's closing down Artist Point, there's no reservations available after, like, November 10th. Oh, okay. And so I'm assuming that they're going to probably take 30 to 60 days and possibly do some theming to the restaurant and then well, back up. Is it still going to be – is Artist Point only open at, lunch, at dinner? I don't even know. I don't know either. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that, but it sounds to me that it's going to be a breakfast, lunch, and dinner type of thing. I saw but dinner. Dinner? Just mm-hmm. dinner? All I saw was dinner. Yeah, I didn't see. So yeah. well, there may be dinner. some hope. I'm going to look at this real quick. Well, I want to know. Because I don't think Artist Point yeah. did breakfast. They may well have done lunch, mm-hmm. but I don't think they did breakfast. Years did and breakfast. years ago, they used They're to have like a poo and friends. Dinner, it looks like. Only dinner right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I swear yeah. back in the early 2000s, they had a Pooh and Friends or Pooh. Pooh was there because there's pictures of it. At Artist Point? Are you I sure? swear that it, we went to Artist Point like years and years and years ago, and it was a it was a character meal. I think you might be crazy, Sam. <laughs> you know, it you... wouldn't surprise me. We did a lot of stuff when I was a kid, but... I told my mom about this, and she was like, yeah, I have pictures of us with, like, poo or something there. Hmm. She's like, I thought it was still a character meal. I don't know. Well, but in any case, the the, the debate has been raging, as you say. There are people unhappy about this change. I still think it would have been change. a much better fit for the, what's it called, the Whispering Canyon. Whispering but Canyon. Yes. If that's already yes. a problem with noise, you could kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> right. You know, I, don't, I think the... it's good. But I think, you know, to in Disney's defense on this, I mean, Artist Point was a safe bet if you ever needed a ADR at a nice place. I just don't yeah. think they had the volume of people going through there. Clearly, well, great yeah. restaurant. I mean, it was fantastic. But I, it may not have had the know. business they were looking for, and you can't Correct. blame them for trying to bring it in. So, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. it is off the beaten path. You know, it, you have to work a little bit to get there. Yes. So it. It makes it harder, so I think maybe bunch of people are about go. to find it. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is gonna think, about to be a very, very popular. I completely agree, but maybe it'll help free up some capacity at some of the other spots that people you know, yeah. want to get in. So, and I think it's great because this is unique. We haven't. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's unlike yeah. anything that any other character meal is doing. So, I'm cool yeah. with it. Yep, yeah, me too. I mean, it sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, on our it's list. Us. I missed the, che- <laughs> the cheese platter, but it's okay. 
I don't maybe know. Maybe they'll still cheese platters still be there. Um, our next news story is that details were released of Oga's Cantina, a restaurant coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The cantina will have a droid DJ serve alcohol, and guests will encounter bounty hunters, smugglers, and travelers from all over the galaxy. Somebody said it's cosmic rays. <laughs> it's like sunny here's, eclipse here's, in Star Wars. Here's it what is. Disney. Here's what Disney released. It's saying visitors are going to come to a notorious local watering hole to unwind, conduct shady business, and maybe even encounter a friend or a foe run by an intriguing alien proprietor, Oga Gera. The cantina adheres to a strict code of conduct that tries to keep its unruly patrons in check. But with a history of being a smuggler's safe haven, and a popular stopping point for those seeking to avoid the authorities, you can bet that the cantina has a story or two to tell. Yeah, so they're going to be actors or whatever. They're going to be, <laughs> you know, walking around or whatever. There's going to be some, you know, Interaction atmos- with atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, the and part the- of Sunny Clips is being played by the driver of Star Tours. Correct. Yes. RX24 himself. Yes. Which is so cool. I love how they're, how they're, that's how they're bringing that yeah, into right. it. That's really neat. Yeah. It'll be fun. I think yeah. it sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a great idea. I'm kind of interested. What kind of, it's going to be a, sounds like this is going to be the quick service by day and sit down by night. You think? It sounds that's like a bore to me. Nope. That's what they're saying. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. There's food? Like food there, food? There, no, I there think it's a restaurant food food. that serves drinks rather than a bar that serves food. Oh. Correct. Oh. Okay. Well, that makes sense because of the whole Disneyland thing. That they're, because they're, it's a restaurant, it's a restaurant serving alcohol, you know. Not a it's bar. Not a bar. It's not a bar. They, they're not going to put a bar in Disneyland. Even though that has also been, has caused some consternation. Um, I mean, they did it here. I mean, I realize. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Disneyland as a whole, I mean, as much as, as weird as it was for Walt Disney World, Disneyland is, is sacred ground, right? I mean, the people who are, who are up in arms over that, you well, know, have their reasons. Well, there since the beginning. Well, I know, but that's. Right. That's not clientele. that sacred then. <laughs> it's different clientele. <laughs> okay. And one could go in there and so have you just a, don't you want know, the unwashed to have a drink. You know, I'm not saying I agree Thank with that. You. I'm saying that's been the, you know. I think it's over. I mean, it's, well, no, it's, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think have people a problem are just, I think they can serve responsibly. Out of shape. Well, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Say I think it. it makes think, sense. You know. It makes sense that it's a restaurant that serves, that serves alcohol and not, it's not a bar. Yeah. Which is what my first thought was, oh, well, it sounds like a bar, but then. It wouldn't, su- yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if in Disneyland, if the restaurant if the cantina limited each patron to so many drinks, so two drinks per person or whatever, because of the alcohol policy. And I'll bet you circumstances. So you can go, you can. In- I don't think it's going to come to that. You. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think if you'll be just... able to get to the bar to get a drink. <laughs> it's going to be so packed. I know. Yeah. My right. Okay. Um, next up. And how cool, though. Next up. Yeah, it is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is each minivan, or sorry, let me back up here. Minivans are now available from the Disney Resorts, all of them. 
to the Orlando International Airport. The hours of operation for the minivan shuttle service is for flight arrivals between 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. and for flight departures between 9 a.m. and 12 a.m. Each minivan holds up to six passengers and around eight medium-sized suitcases. Up to three complimentary car seats can be also provided, and ADA-accessible vehicles are available. The cost is $150 each way, gratuity not included. That's insane. That's steep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that's, that's a little steep. Yes. That's more than sample <laughs> for an airplane well flight. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> that actually is almost yeah round trip. That would cost me more than what I paid for my flight. You could rent a car for less than that, right? I mean, yeah. actually rent a car and drive it to the airport right. and drop it off there. Drop rent a you car. Get, to me. You well, get I mean to get for a seven-person minivan. Yeah, yeah. for cheaper. Yeah, I mean, you could Uber, and it would be cheaper, but you have to remember the theme of the cars is fun oh, yeah. for the kids on the way mm-hmm. there. And well, but see, then that makes sense, driving it around Disney, you know, the taking it around on property, but then to haul yourself all the way out to the airport in one. Well, people yeah. just like the convenience of being able to call yeah. the minivan whenever they're ready because, let's be honest, Magical Express is not always convenient. Your pickup times really aren't flexible, so... Yeah. You know, for us with the kids, since we didn't have carry-on luggage, we had only, or we didn't have checked luggage, we just had personal items, we didn't really need to be at the airport as early as we were. I mean, Mm -hmm. we were there really early, and so, and the terminal that we were in didn't really have any breakfast options either, so it was kind Mm -hmm. of like, it would have been nice to maybe leave at like 6.45 and at least hit the food court before we... Mm-hmm. Before we got out, now we now actually food, missed our bus. I was going to say now the food courts at the airports have tons of options. Well, when we were we were at the Spirit, we flew Spirit on the way back, so we were in a different terminal than we usually are um, in the Southwest terminal, and all they had was Wendy's really, and it only had like a breakfast burrito and a biscuit sandwich. With the kids won't eat that, so. I mean, we just got them some granola bars and milk out of the gift shop. But, well, there's some market. I see the upside of it, but yeah, $300? I mean, I think Kathy's expensive. right. If you're really going taste. for four or five days, you could probably rent a car for five days for 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but now you have to pay for parking. Yeah, that's so. right. Then you got to pay oh, for parking. Yeah, they get you for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting oh, to save my parking pennies. Yeah, I know. I keep I, you know, I really honestly have to remember that when I quote people, because because I never used to ask, are you flying or driving until later on? Because it really didn't matter. Now I have to remember to ask people, do you think you'll be driving or flying? If so, if you think you're going to be driving, you need to account for, you know, another 50 to 75 dollars for parking, which I mean, most people don't bat an eye to, but yeah, what it is, I guess. But yeah, I have to remember. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to not okay, tell them. Is her name right? You have to tell them because yeah. that's a good chunk of money for some people. I mean, it is for us. So, okay. Do you pronounce her name Ayala? I said Ayala. Ayala. Okay. If you want me to read this in my British voice, like I did this morning when she originally released it, I'm all up for Ayala. 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 Ayala? 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 Yeah. Ayala? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not going to offend her. She's a giraffe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mou
Ayala, a two-month-old giraffe, has officially joined the herd on the savanna on the Kilimanjaro Safaris and Animal Kingdom. As we reported earlier, Ayala was born on June 29th to parents Lily and George. Per a statement from Disney, her parents, Lily and George, were chosen to breed the Species Survival Plan, or SSP. The SSP ensures a responsible breeding of threatened and endangered species. Her parents were selected as a pair because they were genetically diverse. This genetic diversity will help the long-term survival of species. That's cool. Yeah. It is cool. Okay, and I learned something. I didn't know about this this SSP, so that's... I, I, I love it. I really. So when Shelby sent this this morning, I laughed. Yes, you did. I read it as if I was like literally on an African Savannah tour guide (laughs) or one of those TV shows. And that's what had me giggling. (laughs) But I'm not going that way now because... I'm just glad they don't do that for people. I don't feel like I'd have been chosen for breed if it came to it. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't think I would have made the cut. Well, you know, I got, I got a feeling diverse. I, I don't feel like I am. You're, gene- you're genetically diverse. Yeah. Everybody is genetically diverse. Yeah, well, apparently these giraffes, giraffes are. Totally no so. one person is the same as the other. Well, you know, what about giraffes? The giraffes are all related to each other because there's so few of them <laughs> yeah, right. left. There you go. You know? That's what it is. So this is going to be yeah, 100, 100% Sam comment right here. Okay. But, like, did they just put them together and hope they made it? Or was this like a – I think if it's the right time, you put them together they time and they're going to do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 They got to be in their, you know, groove on. Get their groove yeah, on. Get like, the groove they, on you know? <laughs> they gave mom a drink, a few drinks, played some Al Green. <laughs> Before you knew it, baby IA was on the way. Uh, right. Um, but you guys, I told you guys that we have a giraffe that was imported, I guess, from Animal Kingdom at our mm-hmm. zoo. Yeah, oh. so they had to mix things up. I don't know if they took one of our giraffes and – um brought him to Animal Kingdom or what, but I, they, the guide told us and I was like, hey, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're breeding giraffes to try to get the species up, number up, and so, so we have they're part of the up. SSP mm-hmm. plan too. I think all yeah. of them yeah. are I've part seen of it a lot plan. at the zoos we've been to this summer. The, they have it on the, um, little information thingy. In front of hey, you, you know, hey, mm-hmm. okay. take a look. it? April, the giraffe is pregnant again, so, you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that and that's lady. right by Shelby. Didn't she just have a baby, like, a second ago? Yeah. She's pregnant. Well, yeah. you know, she's got to yeah. pop them out because yeah. the survival of the species and <laughs> stuff. She's got responsibilities. You know? Yeah. She's can I just a- say... Can I I just say that I love that there's a giraffe named George in the world. Isn't that cool? Yes. <laughs> the giraffe. That's great. I know. It's just great. <laughs> We're chosen to breed through the survivor species plan. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh, boy. I bet that sounded better in your head. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> okay. Uh, I believe we are through the news. Here we are. And that was it for the news, yes. All right, John, hit us up with some rumors. 
I got some more news about the Spaceship Earth update after, oh, and then, okay. and, and then today it was closed for the day, for most of the day. Apparently it just opened up like maybe an hour ago. Has it opened? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was closed all day because it was leaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was leaking. It, it caught a leak. Yeah. It wasn't going to the bathroom though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even caused by rain. No, it, it, the, there were there was a report that there were like firefighters going in this morning, and so they thought maybe the sprinklers went off. The sprinklers had gone off inside. Whether there was an actual fire or not, I don't know. But they, I saw somebody speculating that the the sprinklers had gone off. Oh, my so. poor fiance didn't even get to ride it. Ah, one of her favorites, but Aww. no riding it today. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was very drippy all day. It was very drippy too. So you say you have a rumor about the update, the rumored update? We recently were talking about a possible update to Spaceship Earth, which last saw its most recent update in 2007. While Disney World News Today is reporting that about what is rumored to be coming to a revamp of the attraction in the very near future. If rumors are true, the ride inside of Spaceship Earth will see a refreshing of all scenes leading up to the Industrial Revolution portion where newspapers are being printed out as a young boy sells them steps away with changes on a grand scale coming to every scene following that all the way to the end of the ride. Sources also indicate that the scene in the dome at the top of the attraction where guests look back at Earth from space will drastically be reimagined utilizing the latest in projection mapping technologies. There is no timeline for the update or if there will once again have a corporate sponsor or if Disney will be paying for the update themselves. New signage and lighting has already been installed in the Project Tomorrow post-show. Oh, I didn't notice that. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Space is one of those that when, when they change the ending, it, like I don't have a problem with that, you know, because it, it's like an it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to change the ending now and then. It's, I mean, it, Although they haven't, it doesn't seem like they've really hit on an ending that has really worked well. Right. So I don't know. It was, so it's, it opened sense. in 1982. And then it received massive overhauls in 86, 94, and then 2007. So it's about time. Oh yeah. 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 To see another, another update of Spaceship Earth. So it makes cool. sense. Yeah, I like as long as it's fresh. As long as it's like doesn't dramatically change it where they like add like Disney characters to it, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't know where you'd put Disney characters in there to be honest. Uh, I, but, I think they would yeah. just like change the right totally. The newsies yeah. are gonna be handed yeah. out newspapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see that you can make an argument for, so okay. <laughs> and how do I know that that kid isn't a newsie? I wouldn't know a newsie if it came up and hit me in the face, to be honest. So that kid yelling at the wall may well be a newsie for all there I know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be singing the songs. So. Yeah. What if they'll have so a different I- – narr- I guess they will have a different narrator, I would assume, right? They would redo the narration yeah. when they redo it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now's uh-huh. I mean, I'm Jackson. fine with that voice. What if, you know, Samuel Jackson or Morgan Freeman 
Oh, yeah, well. Bob Cackman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. Oh, cha. <laughs> Artist Point was a character meal back in 1996. She looked it up. <laughs> <Found> it. <laughs> Welcome. That was a long time ago. I don't remember that at all. I was four. That's probably why I don't really, like, it's fuzzy. I, I remember the pictures, but anyway, that's it. Who? Somebody's shooting off fireworks in my neighborhood. My dogs are freaking out. I'm going to. But, yes, that's what I wanted you guys to know. I looked it up. All right. Okay. Well, and in other rumors, Mickey's Backyard Barbecue is looking to be closing by the end of the year for future updates that will be taking place at the wilderness, or Fort Wilderness. As it expands, <laughs> most likely into river country. Um, <laughs> last day of operation is set for supposedly at December 31st of 2018. Oh, you've got to make your reservations for that now, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they have to be at the last any. one. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. Last year they had yeah. a whole New Year's Eve party. Oh, gosh, that yeah. was me. It's New Year's Eve party and the, the last end night? of the backyard barbecue. Oh, you've got to line up to get in that. Oh. Oh, makes, I love the backyard barbecue. I'm I really sad do. I never got to do it. I mean, there is plans to bring a similar cur- Similar uh, barbecue experience at a later date. Mm-hmm. There is one thing I will say: they could use a new band. <laughs> it's been the same band for as long as we've been going. It's been the same, same, and they're fine, but it's just it, it's the same. <laughs> It'll be the DVC Lodge front yard barbecue when it comes back. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Poor Kathy. I know. I don't even know what it is about it. It just, I, it just, I love it. It's, it's fun. You get up and dance and they have the trick roper guy and the food is, you know, down home. I don't know. I just really like it. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> yes. So, and then I have one more rumor. Um, this is about Club 33 at Disney World. Um, so each location has supposedly has its own name. Um, two that are already open, which is in Epcot and in Hollywood Studios. What are their names? Uh, Epcot's is called the Constellation Club. Ooh, fancy! Disney at, at Disney's Hollywood Studio, it's called the Spotlight Lo- Spotlight Lounge. Oh. In Magic Kingdom, which is not open yet, but looks like it's going to be. Uh, Opening pretty soon with uh, how uh, construction is going. That will be called the Captain's Quarters. Nice. Hmm. And then in Animal Kingdom, uh, which is the furthest of, from being completed, um, is called Harambe House. Okay. Huh. I didn't know they had different names. Oh, that would be cool. I did not know. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Not that I'll ever get to see the inside of one of them, but still, very nice. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> All those minivan riders will be in there. <laughs> Take the minivan between. Let's go to all the different parks. Yeah. I mean, just hop on all the clubs. Okay. So, is that it for rumors this week? That is it for rumors this week. Awesome. All right. Well, if you've ever been to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, you know one day is not enough to try all the tasty treats on offer. So your Mouse Life crew tried valiantly last week, but we just couldn't fit it all in. We got halfway. So, <laughs> we got halfway. We got halfway. We are 
We're making our way around the lagoon to finish our tour of everyone's favorite foodie festival. Okay, so moving on to Morocco. Um, in my world, there was a little bit of controversy with these hummus fries because I tried them yesterday. There was a friend of mine who was like, got to try the hummus fries, try the hummus fries, try the hummus fries. And I tried them, and for me, they were too spicy. And I had even asked, you know, hey, are these things spicy? So I went back and looked, and last year, see hummus fries. And now they're just hummus fries. So word to the wise out there, if you want to try the hummus fries, they, they do have some kick to them. They're still spicy hummus fries, even though they don't they, say so. Right. They are. In my mind, they are spicy. Now, a couple of my friends were like, oh, I didn't think they were spicy at all. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know what's wrong with you. These things are freaking yeah. spicy. Josh, Josh said he liked the chocolate baklava from Morocco as well. Okay. My husband refused to eat, refuses to eat it there because it's a Greek dish and there's no reason that the, you know. The Moroccans <laughs> shouldn't be having baklava. Oh. Right. Wow. Oh, George. Dear Lord. Um, New Zealand. They have a mimosa there. Okay. Um, New Zealand. Uh, oh, this is where we have the green lip mussels. That's on my list. <laughs> I, love the, I like mussels. That's one thing that I, even living at the coast, I don't get as often as I'd like. I oh, love okay. mussels, and I don't see them all that. I often. love mussels too. And, and also, mussels, uh, like the, the we eat them out of the shell. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I can technically have mussels, but I'm not sure. I'm not going to chance it. But I was going to say you shouldn't. Yeah. If you can't have goldfish. Mussels are probably not your jam. Yeah, not my jam. I've never seen a mussel with lips. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And I have to say one more thing, lamb meatball, oh, excuse me, lamb good. meatball with spicy tomato chutney. That's a spicy meat, the ball. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So okay. Anyway. You don't eat meat? That's okay. I make them. I make them. So there. No, that's it. There was an old commercial. That's a spicy meat, the ball. That's a really old commercial, though. You guys wouldn't know that. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's even before my time, technically. So, But look at YouTube. You'll find it. Okay. Uh, oh, muscles provided by Mark Foods. I don't know why it says that, but it says that. Black dishes feature Melissa's produce as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so there go you go. Melissa and your produce. Melissa. Go, hey. girl. All right. So my next on my list is Shimmering Sips Mimosa Bar. Are we all I'm so excited. Page? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, they have food so, there, too. Did you know they have food? Yeah. So <laughs> our plan. Chocolate croissant. Kathy. <laughs> yep. Kathy, this is part of our plan, our, yeah. our master plan. Uh, I know. I'm really just along for the ride on this plan, you know. Right. Like, you should see this <laughs> chat that we have about that me and Shelby and Kathy about trying to coordinate getting together. Shelby and I have just t- completely taken over. Poor Kathy's just like, whatever. It's they fine. made me fast passes. They made me dining reservations. Yeah, I'm like, okay. We got so it. Whatever. It's cool. So we're going to get up, go to Epcot, and this sh- simmering sips opens at park opening. So oh, I'm going to go place. get... A yeah. chocolate croissant and some type of mimosa. So I'm teetering between the tropical and the madres, but I can't decide. See, I'm all about the key lime. Sounds really good. I love lime. <sighs> I wish there was like a flight, like a mimosa flight. That would be spectacular. Because all of them, all of them sound pretty good, honestly, but. I don't really like grapefruit. I don't know. I, it's like, can I just, I'm, I want to be like, can I try a sip of each just so I can decide before? There's a, there's a frozen one too. Uh huh. That Featuring one's not white. alcoholic. 
No, it's got hard. No, it's, it's got, got white hard claw. seltzer in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, white claw lime hard okay. seltzer. And then Aaron, or not Aaron, AJ from Disney Food Blog said the Joffrey's cold brew coffee is actually pretty good. So I might grab a coffee while we're there too. Don't we have a have a reservation at? Uh, we are. Yes, at like ten fifteen or something. It's Shelby. Day. We're talking. I know. About yeah. Wait, wait. Where are we eating at? Where are you guys eating at? Chatteria Forno. We're doing the Bon Voyage breakfast. Oh. So we're really doing a brunch. So chocolate croissant at nine, nine. and then big breakfast then at breakfast 10, at 10. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then they want to go. And then they want to go back in and do the rest of food and wine after breakfast. No, we're going to go. That's going to be like later in the afternoon before we go to the Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be like our dinner. There's way more food going on here than I think I can do. Lots and lots. That sounds like lots and lots of food. Well, you'll be going to the food booth before. So you got to do it before. Yeah, that's true. I will have done it. You're so long for the ride on that. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, poor Kathy. It's fine. fine. It's good. good. There's lots of walking. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we're going to travel to España, um, Spain. Charcuterie and a cone, of course, uh, that returns from last year. There's a paella, seafood salad. Eh, I don't know. I mean, the charcuterie and a cone sounds like the thing. I've got the seafood salad marked. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. I have nothing marked. Just because it's good. The charcuterie, I'm not a big olive guy or I would be getting the charcuterie and a cone thing, too. There you go. Yeah. Meats, cheeses, and olives. It's very olivey. It is. The pitchers. Well, there's only, well, no, there's like three, four olives. (laughs) They're large. Yeah, and the olives, Um, olives, olive up everything. All right, we're going to move along to Thailand. I would try the marinated chicken. I'm not a huge fan of peanut Mm -hmm. sauce, but it's okay in small doses. Okay. Yeah. And that's kid approved. I will say some of these things that say kid approved, I question if they really, I don't know. Anything I mean, I would eat. Like. Yeah. I wonder if I can get the cold noodle salad, just the noodle salad, like without the shrimp. Without the shrimp. Can... You know, you probably can. Um, there are things that you can sort of pick, you know, mix and match or whatever. Because like sometimes I got they the assemble burger. them, you know. Yeah, I got the Impossible Burger slider yesterday, but I didn't want. I, after my experience with the hummus fries, I'm like, it has wasabi cream and a spicy slaw on it. I'm like, no more hot stuff. So I got it without. I asked for it without, and they just. Yeah. So then it was just a burger on a bun, which was fine. <laughs> but yeah, you can in some cases if it's not something like like something you're just spooning out of a vat, <laughs> you know. Yeah, then, I'd like yeah. to know why Thailand has a. Uh, French wine with Which a German is... name. Don't they have Maisonville Gewurztraminerin? Alsace is a little region halfway between Germany and France. It changes hands every time they fight mm-hmm. each other, but it's yeah, nowhere near Thailand. Of, a lot of like Vietnam has French cuisine. There, there's there's a lot of there was like the French colonial, you know, period or whatever. Yeah, well, they, yeah, the French had Vietnam for a while, but it's not Thailand. They must have been Thailand too, right? Yeah. They must have been over there. No. Well, what do I know? I don't know. It just made sense to me. That I, that looks German, but yes. I guess that is France. Well, it's, it's, it's a region caused that lots is, of wars. Yes, it changed hands <laughs> uh, constantly, so it's yeah. it's it's on the border. But yeah, but it's just a strange mm. thing to see in Thailand. Yeah, but hey, I don't know. Well. All right, so the Wine and Dine Studio is next up. 
And I saw this, but we did not stop there. Um, trying to, oh, you know what? Yeah, I wanted, I wanted the butternut squash ravioli, but by the time we got to that, I was stuffed. I couldn't eat anymore. Lisa's so got that on her thing. list. The butternut squash yep. ravioli. She thought that sounded really good. I definitely want to hit that. So I think on the next trip, we'll do that. Uh, by the way, I have to go at least three more times because I have need to your cutting get board. the, the yeah. cutting board. Right. Heck so. yeah. Okay. So now, um, this is moving into the sort of permanent little kiosks that are always there, but they have some extra things for food and wine, like Block and Hans and Fife how, and Drum. And... How about the taste track? Oh, taste yeah. track. They, got they have croissant donuts. Cronuts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, basically cuz cronuts, right? Mhm. Mhm. And they have a pancake milkshake. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Stuff with that. It, it's a milkshake and I guess they've made it taste and I well, I was try I wanted to get one yesterday and their machine was down for like 10 minutes and then by the time we got, you know, like we left and we were going to come back and we never got back. So I didn't get to try it. So that's something that I will try. But from what I've read, it they've They've sort of approximated the taste of pancake batter in the shake. And oh. they, I've, mm-hmm. somebody said the one thing I read, the review I read was like, yeah, this is actually really good. And it really does kind of taste like pancakes. Oh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, cause I everything know I've heard about it, everybody says it's spectacular, but I couldn't, yeah. it sounded odd. It does yeah. sound odd. And because you almost think, well, did they just like grind up a bunch of pancakes into a milkshake? That's what? my thought. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's. I think it's just the flavor of sort of pancake batter. So okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'll make well, Lisa I'm drink one it. and see what it's like. <laughs> you make Lisa drink one. Yeah, I'm gonna try it though. I'm there's many, it. and there's lots of croissant donuts. Lots of croissant donuts, different. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah donuts with chocolate and marshmallow. That's mine right there. Yeah. Like a s'mores yeah. one. Yeah. Then there's one with chocolate hazelnut cream. Nutella with raspberries on top. I could do without the raspberries, but that's fine. I pick them off. Give them my kid. There's Give one with just chocolate hazelnut cream though. Maybe oh, is there? Yes. I thought, oh, okay. I thought that they had raspberries on top, but okay. Yeah, there is one with raspberries on top, but you can get one without, oh. without the raspberries. All right then. Well, there you go. What else? And then the Joffrey's, Joffrey's, um, the Jeffrey's locations always have some extra like um, drinks that they do for food and wine, so you can check those out. I One was of them... thrilled to death to find out that at the Joffrey's kiosk right there, where Future World meets World Showcase, like the very bottom, I guess, of World Showcase. Yeah, yeah. That you can get coffee with bourbon in it at. They'll put a shot in your coffee. Thirty in the morning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. As soon as they open up, they're serving that. That was the best thing I ever figured out. That was great. Like, at, whoop, at, whoop. at refreshment port, they've got some new poutine. They do a beef brisket poutine. Just get one and a sweet potato. Oh, there poutine. you go. Yeah, yeah, they both sound. Oh, and they good. also have the Dole Whip there. Mm-hmm. They have Dole Whip there. Oh, and Dole Whip with, with, with and without rum. rum. Yeah, yeah, yep. with or without. Oh, chocolate mm-hmm. experience. Okay, chocolate experience. This is inside the festival center. Um. And they give away, they do the free samples of the Ghirardelli squares. And We're doing that again this year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they have the drinking chocolate. Drinking so. chocolate is spectacular. It's like cold, hot chocolate, but thick. It's almost like That's you awesome. melted chocolate down, but it's not hot. It's so good. That's awesome. It is so good. 
Well, that's all the time we have for this week. If you had as much fun as we did exploring all there is to offer at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, please let us know. As always, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, like us on Facebook and SoundCloud, and follow us on Twitter at MouseLifePod. Thanks for listening. Keep on living the mouse life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 